are the coin boys, your average everyday crypto bros. That's right, it's Andy, aka producer by the way, or producer BTW on Twitter. And sitting right next to me is Daniel Gutierrez. Why, thank you for letting me sit next to you this time. It's I know, like, we are. <laughs> we're like, we've been a couple for so long, and you're finally like admitting it to the world. Yes. Thank you. I think they already knew that. Oh. At dgutierrez84 on Twitter, just in case. <laughs> yeah. What's up, guys? But uh, yeah, welcome back to a new week. Uh, yes, we did not have a Monday episode. We have a Tuesday episode, because this week we didn't have an in-depth interview for you, but it's nice to kind of settle back and uh, have actually a really cool person that we're going to introduce later in the show. But mm-hmm. Daniel, how's your weekend? It was simple, sweet, nice, just with my baby, and that was it. Uh, yeah, because you missed the barbecue. So I did miss the barbecue. Everybody was looked like they were having a lot of fun. I do love a good barbecue, and Brecky looked like he made a delicious freaking. Was it brisket? Well, let's talk in context. Brecky had a St. Patty's Day barbecue yesterday. That's like Brecky. Crypto. That's Brecky von Bitcoin. There were people there from like Blockchain Beach, Omar Bam, uh, uh, Bitcoin Bella, who's been on the show. Uh, Sanity was there. A Wendy lot of, was there. Uh, Wendy, Wendy yeah. was there. There was just a uh, all this a lot of Satoshi droppers and just like crypto Twitter people. So, so. that was nice. I missed it. Uh, unfortunately, when you have a baby, you can't really party. Although I there will say no this: babies, yeah. my buddy, who yeah. has a baby younger than my daughter, uh-huh. was at downtown LA at a pub, literally playing beer pong with his baby in his arm. And I went, "Father of the year, right there! Father of That's the <laughs> father of the damn year, right there." Um, so my weekend was a little wild for. A guy that's not in his 20s anymore. (laughs) I forgot that it was my like really close friend's birthday on Saturday because I had planned to go to Brecky's. Oh, okay. I'll drink there. I'll eat there for St. Patty's Day. Whatever. But then I was like, my friend texts me and he's like, hey, uh, you're coming tonight? I was like, absolutely. (laughs) Because I forgot. But I didn't tell him. That was Saturday, right? That was the day before. Yeah. So we went downtown LA. It was a great time. We played karaoke at the end of the night somewhere in Little Tokyo. Um, and it was a great time, but I didn't feel very well the next morning. Um, and uh, basically, like Crypto Sanity, who uh, actually we have some news about him. I'm going to be announcing soon. Okay. Uh, but you know, he's been on the show before. He's a good friend of the show and correspondent. But um, he he uh, saw me at my worst. But then I felt better after I ate some of Brecky's barbecue. So, oh, wow. but then I drank more anyway. So that's what I'm saying. If I want to like round this up, is uh, you power through, I, sir? <laughs> I guess. Um, so I feel like crap today. It's Monday. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm getting too old for this, Daniel. But no, I'm not getting never. too old for podcasting. So yeah. uh, go to thecoinboys.com. And yes. what, what can they find there, Daniel? On there, they can find our podcast. They can go to uh, iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud right now. But we are on a bunch of other ones, Spotify, Spotify Anchor. Uh, uh, it's been pretty cool. So uh, Whatever has a cast in it. Pretty much you can find us now. So that's amazing. Uh, please rate, subscribe, review smash that like button since since that's our favorite that's our favorite thing to say as a podcaster yes smash that like button and i wanted to mention that we have some and hopefully if things work out we're gonna have some more gaming centric stuff because we're in the season we're leading up to e3 there's a lot of exciting things in gaming there's a lot of exciting things in cryptocurrency and gaming so i expect that and then i wanted to let you know daniel that crypto sanity is really into the idea of writing some gaming centric crypto stuff for us uh, to I, help you out on the on the blog, I love it because I, <laughs> the moment I get like some sort of like, uh, phone call saying, "Hey, uh, you need to do this," I'm like, "Well, there goes my day," <laughs> and, yes. I, and I can't write that blog that I want to. But I am, uh, doing a little bit of research into economics. I kind of feel like we need to know a little bit of economic history, period, in order for us to really better appreciate crypto. And I found 
uh, a blockchain <laughs> back in the 1700s, right? <laughs> 1400s. Henry the First, King Henry the First. Okay. Uh, did something called the split tally stick system. Whoa. Which basically, you got a stick, and as the king, I got a, I got a stick. Okay. And they would notch it out to say exactly how much money you had. And then I would keep half of that stick, and you would keep half of that stick. They split it right down the center. So you, th- so there was an exact record of, of what's going on, and it worked for 700 years. It That's was a, a blockchain. It was a freaking blockchain. Like a real old blockchain? It was like a, a wooden blockchain. That's funny. <laughs> it's so funny. Jesus. So I want to do a little bit more research on that stuff. That uh, but that might be the whole entire blog right there. I, <laughs> and I just wanted to mention that MySpace lost 12 years of music. Uh, shout out to MySpace. Yes. Apparently, they were trying to switch a server, and <laughs> bye-bye. <laughs> Uh, for, I feel bad for They're very space. sorry. I feel bad too. I'm like, oh, they But must then again, Rupert Murdoch. No, actually, no, it's Justin Timberlake on the Rupert Murdoch sold it. Right. Yeah. But Timberlake uh, may own it still. Anyway, Daniel, let's get right into block news. And before we jump in, just giving a shout out to who our guest is before we go in there. And, and who is that, Daniel? It's Crypto Candor. That's right. And she is pretty awesome. I'm excited to have her insight with us on the Coin Boys. But let's go right into block, block news. news. All right, another week, another block news, but we have a special guest with us. It's Crypto Candor. What's up? Thanks for joining us. Really appreciate it. What's up? It. Thanks for having me on. Uh, and by the way, uh, we're, you guys can see our faces this oh time. Oh my God, that's right. We're on, <laughs> we're on video. It's weird. Yes, we're switching it up this time around. I shaved this. I shaved for this. You did? I did. I don't know why I shaved the downstairs, but I shaved the upstairs too. Like there I mentioned go. earlier. Well, I appreciate it. You're welcome. You're welcome. We want to be clean. <laughs> I'm still kind of, you know, Remembering the this because the weekend yesterday. was was really was a lot of a lot of beer. How, uh, what did you do for uh, St. Patty's? Did you do anything at all? Yeah, so I'm getting old. I went out, but I was not. I'm not by no means. This is an exaggeration. I was in by, bed by like eleven o'clock. Ah, uh, nice. Good for you. I think that was. A I smart mean, I had way green beer, so that counted for something, right? I yeah. mean, I did like the thing you're supposed to do. No green. Yeah, green. You're. It's just tie-dye, uh, not tie-dye, it's just uh, food, food coloring. coloring. But I was yeah. so disappointed when I turned 21 to figure that that's what they did. I thought they actually brewed green yeah. beer, and I was so sad. Oh, my no. God. But it's basically a McFlurry. But and to make matters worse, it was like Miller Lite, which is basically the worst <laughs> thing ever. Well, yeah, I can't. It goes well with the food coloring. You know, I was when I go to barbecues and I see like the Coors Light and Miller Lite and Bud Light, I can't. I can't agree. I'm like a craft beer guy, so I, I'm just like, I don't want to drink that. Uh, yeah, that's that's not for you. That's I'm not for, for me. the effect, not the amount of money that I'm spending on it. So they all make me just as drunk. Yes. <laughs> but uh, we would love, because there might be some people in our audience that uh, haven't met you, and I'd love to kind of learn a little bit about you, maybe how you got into crypto and what made you start doing kind of what you've been doing for the space and what you do in the space. Sure. So um, I... A couple years ago, somebody paid me in Bitcoin. They made me open up a Coinbase account, made me give them my wallet address, which was daunting, uh, considering I had zero experience with crypto. Yeah. <laughs> um, I then left that Bitcoin on Coinbase, not realizing kind of what it was, or and I had no idea what to do with it. Fast forward about a month later, I go back and I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot about this, this Bitcoin crap. Uh, it was worth more money. So I was like, all right, this is interesting. Let me do a little research. And uh, down the rabbit hole, I went. Um, it started with like, trading which was a bad idea well originally i wanted to mine and then i realized very quickly that that was not going to be uh feasible <laughs> and then right. i tried to start trading and i was horrible because i'm too emotional of a person to trade um, <laughs> every minute you're just like sell no yeah. buy sell i buy. couldn't focus on anything else other than the fact that i was trading so that didn't work <laughs> um and then i started wanting to understand all of these projects that were out there and i was so 
surprised by the fact that there was no YouTube channels that were making content that was like middle of the road educational. So we had like people who were doing mining stuff or people who were doing really overwhelming tech stuff. And then we had like the, you know, the BitConnect chillers. There was no in between. So I'm like, well, maybe, maybe I just like teach myself about the stuff and make videos in the process. Um, and it kind of really took on a life of its own. If you had told me, you know, two years ago, this is what I would be doing now. I would have laughed at you. Um, so I definitely did not anticipate the, I guess the traction that it caught or whatever you want to call it. But yeah, so that's kind of how I got to where I am. That's, that's really cool. I have two questions. Uh, first Shoot. off, uh, how did he convince you? How did your client convince you to accept a Bitcoin if you had no clue what it was? That's a good so point. fun fact, it's, uh, it was actually my brother. He ah. owed me a little bit of money ah. and, uh, he There's was like, all right, well, I'm going to pay you in Bitcoin. Um, and I was like, all right, whatever. Obviously I trusted whatever he was sending me. Good, good, good. And then, uh, yeah. So now I've surpassed his crypto knowledge, which is, he thinks is pretty funny. That's awesome. That's really awesome. What, what year, uh, what year was that, that you kind of like got introduced to it or that happened 2017 so oh, wow. um okay. like bitcoin you, do you guys remember when there was that dip and bitcoin's price went down to like eight nine hundred dollars yeah i remember yeah. multiple dips in my yeah my it was like three months before that i got, got into it. it um one of my first individual purchases of crypto was ethereum and it was at like 17 dollars. oh wow wow yes yeah. nice. so there it was a go. while ago well thank your brother for us yeah. <laughs> i will i'll let him know and i really like that that you that you you had the same issue in starting your or in, in the reason why you started your YouTube channel as to the same reason why we had an issue mm -hmm. in, in the podcasting because it was all very, very technical. And I was like, okay, that's not for me. That's not what I'm trying. I'm just trying to learn what it is and how I'm yeah. supposed to use it as a regular person. So that's why, um, I mean, I'm, I'm technical. I, I understood a little bit, but there was no way I was going to mine. There could, there was a possibility I could have been, been a trader, but it wasn't, wasn't going to happen. So what, um, why did you, originally want to mine uh instead of training because i thought the idea behind creating something out of thin air was really almost magical as weird as that may sound i was like wow this is really neat like okay so i, I set up a bunch of computers and i let this this you know algorithm run or whatever and now i'm just like making money i've always been um like into tech and gadgets my my best friend has nicknamed me uh inspector gadget because i have nice. like cameras nice. and computers and gaming consoles and all kinds of stuff so to me it was just like the next step okay I like gadgets. All right, let's learn how to mine. Um, and when I started doing even basic research into it, it was well over my head for knowledge. So I just didn't even bother trying to waste my time because I figured it was going to be a big investment and then ended up burning in me, I'm guessing. Yeah, you're, you're, and you're right. It was. It would have been, as far as I know, an individual working from home can't really mine. It's not a, not a great Yeah. Idea. So awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, yeah, it's a pleasure to be here. Uh, so how... Um, what is it that you that you like about blockchain and like about crypto that made you stick with it that made you trust your brother so i guess the, just the sheer size of the whole space um even though like the amount of people in it is small the fact that there's like i don't know the last time i checked coin market cap it was like 1700 projects on there and not to say that that's a good thing but the idea that like anything is possible i guess right you know yeah. we don't know what we don't know you don't know what's going to happen in a year we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow but the idea that there's so much exponential growth and evolution that's changing the way everything could possibly be used and worked on and dealt with in the future. Um, that and the community. I like the fact that 
like I can tweet at Charles Hoskinson and because it's crypto Twitter and it's small, I could probably get a response back from him. Like, I like the fact that, that, (laughs) yeah, you know, like I like the fact that everybody's a very level, it's a level playing field. People don't care about much about gender or religion or about anything like that stuff just doesn't come up in conversation. It's always when Lambo, when moon, whatever, which is annoying, but it's cool that everybody has like such a common ground that it makes it easy just to sort of talk to anybody. That's awesome. That's true because yesterday I was at a barbecue. It was mostly crypto people, and it's just like easy to like talk to everybody about mm-hmm. stuff. Even though we're in a bear market, like these are people that, when you meet people in crypto that are still around during like these times, you know for sure they love and believe in this stuff. You know. Yeah. So, absolutely. So that's how we we don't talk price on the podcast because um you know we we want to because there's people behind everything that are working their butts off developing. Mm-hmm code and and blockchains you know that might have real utility and not just hopes and dreams yeah i mean and, and uh and they may not there's there may not be a reason for that price of that particular token to go up there may it may just be that token and you just kind of use it as is you're if you're investing in yeah. it to, to go up sure you're a moron <laughs> don't do that but yeah let's uh let's talk some general news are you ready to talk some general news with us on block news hit me all right all okay right. so daniel wants to talk about something i'm gonna i'm gonna say the thing it's civic sold beer at South by Southwest, and that's the ICO Civic. Uh, or, sure, or, and that's the story. We're good. All right. That's it? No. <laughs> <laughs> so they just had beer? I'm just going to say a general topic. Hold on. I was doing the title. No, I don't know if it is South by Southwest. I'm certain it's that's what it is. S-X-S- yeah, w, South by South Southwest. And I, did, yes. I thought it was like a music festival, it, but it's originally like more it than is. that now, It right? is, technically. Because like... Uh, hold on, hold on. Alexandria... Uh, AOC. I know... What it's all about because it's pa- it's part music festival, part film festival. So that is That's the draw. Me of South because back in the day, I used to do short films. I'm like, I'm gonna get into South by Southwest, which I got denied. But you know, I tried. <laughs> but yes, that's the cool thing. It's music because it's in Austin, first of all. Mm-hmm. Music, I believe. If I'm wrong, I'm, I'm maybe I'm not. But <laughs> it's a musically driven city. Yeah. And then they also have uh, the film side of it, which is cool. So music and yeah, film. Yeah, I know Robert Rodriguez was a big part of and that. And he lives in Austin. And he lives out there. Yeah. So um, Civic kind of brought uh, brought in a bunch of vending machines, just regular okay. kind of vending machines. And they were selling beer through the vending machines using their blockchain. Oh, okay. I thought it was really cool, and they were. And actually, if you watch the chart, this is the one yeah. time I was looking at the chart. Uh, when they they were giving away their token, they were Ooh. giving away to the people there just to buy a beer. They gave them enough to buy one beer, and uh, the 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 price of Civic shot up during that time during South by Southwest. But what was interesting is, okay, so in order for you to buy beer, you have to verify your age. <laughs> so what Civic does is they worked with this uh, with Texas or the city of Austin. Uh, somehow, I believe it was Texas altogether, and they were um, able to allow you to verify your age and everything, and you can buy. You were able to buy a beer through the vending machine without having to show your ID. It was already verified through your blockchain wallet. Okay, which That's I thought awesome. is wow. great because now we can get beer much faster. Yeah, than ever absolutely. Before. <laughs> and that's the goal, right? This faster was the beer whole point always. of the blockchain. Bitcoin was for faster beer. No, but I just yes. thought it was great because that just is proof of what we're trying to talk about. You can control your identity, you control your privacy, you can control exactly what it is you're trying to do. And Civic, so far, is the first one that I can tell to do some to prove it and work with a government with blockchain to do it because they had to get approved by the government in order to sell it through the through these uh, vending machines. Okay. Yeah, see, Whoa. that's really cool because first of all, if you're at a, if you're in an event, you have to think of the sheer amount of kind of 
uh, ridiculousness that's going on and losing your license in an event like that will put your whole weekend that's it, yeah. right? So yeah. being able to verify your age via your phone and not have to take out your ID, risk losing it, risk having it stolen by someone who's underage, that alone in itself is is worth its weight for, for an event like that. And that is a perfect example of like some real world uh, use yes. cases that, yeah, that are making lives easier and not more cumbersome. Which, wow, that's a that's a part adoption right there. I, I mean, love mm-hmm. it. I thought it was I thought it was a great thing. And you had you pointed out losing. Um, did you see the fire festival? <laughs> I saw the fire festival the documentary. Pod, yes, fire. I did. So okay. like, uh, first oh, off, no. there was a ton of problems, but like they had mentioned other problems at other festivals when it came down to selling sure. liquor, selling all this stuff. So this could really like I went to the first Rams game here in L.A. Mm-hmm. and it was wow. it took me a half time and another quarter to get one beer. What? Yeah. Really? It was awful. And that beer. Back in the day when like. They no, didn't this was build... back in the day. This was the very first uh, Rams game when they came back from oh, St. Louis. Oh, when they came back yeah. to the Coliseum where the USC yeah. Trojans play. Exactly. Okay. It is awful. Oh. I'm no, never that, going back That's an old again. stadium though. I mean, that's terribly built. It's but very they're, old. they're not the only ones. I've, gone to, I've been to Dodger games and mm-hmm. all, where it takes me forever to get just a drink. Yeah. And so that's that true. having these vending machines, having your, your information already uh, verified and ready to go. Awesome. Now. You know, what's to say I can't give my daughter my phone? She's two. <laughs> give my daughter my phone. Have her go yeah. to the vending machine for me. There is that aspect. But you know what? I think for the most part, most people what, are good and they'll do it what properly. What beer did they sell? Do you know? Uh, I don't know. I don't care. It was. Beer. Would you buy beer from a vending machine, though? Let's ask that question. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah? If it meant that I didn't have to stand in line and I got to go back to doing whatever it was I was doing sure. before I decided I wanted a beer, yes. Absolutely. But you wouldn't absolutely. put them in, obviously, a bar because you'll want craft beer but this is event oriented kind of stuff it yeah makes sense okay yeah because i'm just saying i can't if it was like coors light and all that crap like like a couple rows of beer a couple rows of water and you scan like the qr sure. code on your bracelet and it says okay you're over 21 like yeah. that to me is effortless and would cut down all kinds of traffic oh that would actually kind of work if you use your bracelet versus the to to, to kind of cut down on the on the possibility of an underage minor which yeah. is what a minor is. Somebody's underage. Uh, uh, underage minor. <laughs> correct. Uh, uh, to to use uh, your information for um, to buy to buy beer at a, at a different situation. If you just have the the bracelet that you got when you got to the event, that could work yeah. just as well. Well, I mean, nice. this where I really see this being awesome is like how many there's vending machines that have been around forever and they're still here. So think yeah. about potato chip machines and candy machines and just the regular stuff, like not just beer, like mm-hmm. sodas and stuff and. Well, the reason why beer is so important is because that requires verification. I don't need to verify anybody's age to get candy. I don't need to ver- verify anybody's age to get potato chips. Yeah, like, beer is. You don't want to know huge. when you bought like that 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 Reese's peanut butter cup thing on the blockchain. You don't know when that went through. Oh uh, yeah, that's when I bought that Reese's I, peanut you know, butter I mean, cup. It depends. It depends on if I need machine. proof as to where I was. <laughs> I guess I see your point. Okay, so you're saying that it's because of the age thing that maybe it's worth, but it's yeah. But They're using okay. their KYC stuff, basically, in order to be like, hey, okay, yeah, you can have a beer. So, yeah. then, But wouldn't it still be adoption if you're using crypto to purchase uh, soda, Cokes? True, but this is, um, this is about more I, – I wanted to focus more on the privacy aspect, your data, mm-hmm. what, okay. what it is that you're allowing people to see. Mm-hmm. They were able to set it up so all the government wanted to know was who you were and how old you were. That was it. Okay. I also think that like, you know, alcohol and and cigarettes are are so heavily regulated in the U.S., right? Like Mm -hmm. they don't mess around when it comes to drinking ages. So the fact that they were able to convince Texas that they were legitimate and it wasn't going to cause problems 
they must have had some pretty good proof or some good actual technology behind them saying to them, hey, this is going to not increase the liability. This is going to decrease your liability. So that alone to me makes me feel like that they're they're doing something right, obviously. Yeah. And could you imagine if you hooked up that machine to a breathalyzer to see if they have had too much, they can cut them off? That'd be great. That would be interesting. I don't know how much I would like that, though. <laughs> so I got to be honest. Come here. Kid, come here. How many of you had blow into this? And yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just carrying around your somebody all night to, to blow into the machine for yes, you. You have your designated blower. <laughs> well, that's listen, if they did South by Southwest West is a big event. It's not a small event either. It's like huge. that's a good event to get that in. Now let's get into more events, you know. So is anything about them pushing this to other things? I don't know. Or? I reached out to the CEO on LinkedIn. Well, there's news. You read articles. <laughs> no, I didn't see anything else. That's why oh, I reached okay. out to the CEO. Oh, you like, did reach out to I reached out oh, literally on LinkedIn, but oh, like he hasn't hit me back up. <laughs> But He's I, like, Daniel, I'll, what's up, man? Wait. You like those vending machines? <laughs> I told him, dude, I love the fact that you sold beer <laughs> and see if he answers me back. That's the beauty, like you just said earlier, that's the beauty of, of crypto. You can reach out yeah. to the CEO yeah. and ask questions. So yep. uh, so I did it. Cool. But, but well, um, cool. I will say that in Texas, though, it's probably that was probably the easiest state to do it in because I know for a fact in Texas, if you are a minor but your parent is with you and you say, my kid can drink, it's all right. <laughs> oh, okay. Weird. In Wisconsin, they bring kids to the bar. Like their families bring the. That's like normal. Oh, that's how they do it. Like internationally, so every all the international people are like, "What's the issue here?" (laughs) Everybody outside the United States, I don't understand. Come visit the U.S. You'll learn the issue real quick. It sucks. All right, so let's let's move on to our second topic. So Daniel, this is another one that you kind of recommended. Cosmos. Yes. What's going on? I don't know too much about this particular blockchain, but this uh, but it was a cool little uh, announcement. it's not going to moon or anything like that, but there's a blockchain called Cosmos, and they hooked up with, and uh, what they say a a popular music streaming app called Playlist. I've never heard of it. Have you heard of Playlist? Has anybody ever heard no. Of it? That's like when you go and you see a pizzeria that says the best pizza in the world. Yeah, that's basically what yeah. this is. But uh, I just thought it brought up a lot of questions, and and again, we're talking about use case. Right, we're right. talking okay. about what's going to happen and and how it will affect us in the future in terms of getting our getting our groceries, getting our beer, getting entertainment, and being able to verify certain things. Uh, so they hooked, uh, Cosmos Blockchain hooked up with a playlist, and they're going to somehow integrate their coin onto a decentralized, they're going to create a decentralized music streaming service. Oh, okay. Actually, I may have heard, I heard of something about some streaming platform, like giving out Bitcoin for people if they use it or something. Interesting. I don't I'll know if this it. has anything to what, do with it. Yeah, uh, yeah, we need to find that place because I'll take whatever Bitcoin we're going to give out. Um, but I don't like. How, do you? Uh, I've never heard of this thing called well, playlist. Yeah, I've never heard of it either. But have you? Um, have you used Brave by chance? Brave. Yeah, yeah you. You. Yeah. Were, you have yeah, them I'm a on, huge. Right? Yeah. 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 Brave. Bad. I. I love. Love the whole project. Sweet. Yes, I'm a huge we just person. had uh, them on recently. I guess it was a month ago. Yeah, about a month. Oh, ago. really? We're big yeah. fans too. So. so. Yeah. Yeah. I'm wondering if they're going to do it the same way. Brave does it the browser does it where it kind of like you put up a certain amount and every month Mm -hmm. depending on what you hear they kind of distribute your your money that way or if you can actually use it use the coin to buy this song buy that song do whatever either way it's going to be interesting should it succeed should it work that means we're going to be getting apple coin that means we're going to get a spotify coin (laughs) <laughs> we're gonna be getting a lot. Well, of we're already coins. aren't we already on target? There's like talk of a Facebook coin, there Facebook is talk. coin, JP Morgan coin. It's yeah, getting so. insane now. So, but I do think that's a good use for it. I just don't know if I don't know. I just have a hard time seeing the average person switch from like people are religiously uh, uh, 
religious about what they use for their like Spotify or Pandora or Apple Music. Like I don't see people switching yeah. to a no name one, transferring all their music. There, that's a, my question. That's yeah, you're right. The question now becomes, what is the benefit of playlist yeah. decentralization? I feel it's more for independent artists. And yeah. should that kick off? Should that go? That's huge because now, now an artist doesn't have to sign with a label. Now an artist doesn't have to do it. They just do it on their own and we cut out the middleman because labels are asses to musicians. They, they should have partnered so with like SoundCloud. That yeah, would have been great. That would have been awesome. But I think that would have made way more scared. sense. But that's the problem is that that's another thing and that's a problem is that a lot of these big companies are still scared to like come out publicly. Some of them aren't, yeah. but some of them are, uh, you know, before they say, hey, we're going to team up with this. Um, but. Yeah, it's, it's difficult to, I mean, the only one that I've been hearing a lot of lately that of a big company partnering with, and constantly, of a big company partnering with a blockchain is actually IBM partnering with Stellar. Yes. Well, yeah, that's I just been, saw that this morning. They've been doing, they've been They've been doing that for a while. while now, so. Um, but they just released like 44 banks or something are yeah. working with them. But yeah. if IBM wasn't in blockchain, I would have been surprised. They've been a, a, like a seed in the American history of technology for hunt, like, not a hundred years, but a long for time. over a thousand years. For a thousand, like IBM, <laughs> look at all the years that technology has changed and software and, and stuff. They've survived, and they're still a huge company. Yeah, I mean, well, that's why they survived. That's why, yeah, exactly. They, they're able to adapt. They're able to change, and they uh, yeah. like a lot like uh, Windows. They start they stopped caring about about certain things and were uh, let other let other industries take whatever they were doing and they just kind of kept on innovating and moving and, and, and moving forward. So the fact that they like blockchain, the fact that they want to continue with blockchain is great. Uh, JP Morgan coin and Facebook coin are going to be very interesting, <laughs> very interesting experiments. I think IBM has a better solution. That's in an opinion. interesting word to use, experiment. Is that what you think they are? They're experimenting because Definitely. that's what they yeah. all, like nothing's proven yet. That's true. Except for, except for obviously, you know, you have Bitcoin and Ethereum as, as, as peer-to-peer payments but nothing's proven on a large scale like so like ibm or facebook or. has tons of baby photos so now they're just going to say photo babies on the blockchain right that's yeah. what happens when facebook chain comes and, in and you can yeah you can okay. chain. all you right can cool can't wait to make photos. sure my baby pictures and are on memes. the blockchain and memes are on the blockchain. by the way you get are you on facebook by, by chance yeah i am unfortunately uh, you're still so because andy's been off it for a little while over a year uh, congratulations i have Thank a family overseas a so they want oh, me okay. on it because so, they can then stalk me via the internet, and otherwise they don't see me. So if I got rid of it, they'd all be up in arms. Yeah, I mean they don't because they don't. They haven't moved on to Instagram yet. They haven't moved on to the other yeah. things yet. No. Well, did you notice that they changed their share button? Really? It's well, gone. I'm not on there, so I don't know. It's gone. Why? It's gone. So you know that you know that glitch that happened it's last. Gone. Not glitch, but that you know how it went down. Facebook and Instagram all went down last week. Right. No, I don't use it that much. I uh, wouldn't have noticed. Oh, on Reddit they were talking about how <laughs> oh, okay. Twitter and they're like they're all like uh, it went down, but I'm still on Twitter. I'm fine. <laughs> all that stuff. Yeah. But they took away the share button, and I think. Are you sure about that? Yeah, they did. Okay. Uh, and I think because so you can still share like businesses stuff, business stuff like uh, which okay. doesn't make sense. But they took away the share buttons from people's personal posts. So if I put up like a picture, nobody can share my picture. Which but what I, about like GoFundMe's and stuff like that? That's why it's kind of. I think they did it because they're getting a lot of backlash of, about the fake news spreading. Sure. Situation. So they're like, so they're get like, rid of the share button. So they're like, if, if 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 they are not going to be responsible, we're taking it away from everybody <laughs> except for the, the people share. who pay us, which is the which well is the naturally. Ones, yeah. So I'm like, okay, wow. Well, then now what's the point? Now how are people? Are gonna, that's my issue with Instagram. 
um, you can't grow very easily on Instagram. They make it hard it's to so look. Well, you have to have 10K or more in order to do links on stories. Now, Snapchat allows you to do that for not having any followers. Um, I think it's, I think it's, oh, okay. I think I it's, know that. And, and look, I think it's awesome when you, you do have an account that is over that, but I think it's unfair to people like Twitch allows you to become a streamer at the bottom of the barrel. You have a chance mm-hmm. to get a, a subscriber, same with YouTube, right? Mm-hmm. But you're telling me that on Instagram, I have to prove that I have 10K in order to do like shares to my stuff. I don't know. Actually, that. let me like interject a bit. YouTube yeah, yeah. has totally changed it. Um, oh, no way. And it's people think that. People think YouTubers make a lot more money than they do, um, no. and YouTube basically changed it now to I think you have to have at least a thousand subscribers, and you have to have at least over I forget how many overall total channel okay. views, and every year it has to consist it has to be consistent. Like it, you don't like hit the benchmarker and then stay there. You have to continuously stay above a certain metric of numbers now, oh, which God. is very annoying. But you're right about Twitch though, because I used to stream on Twitch way back in the day, nice. and. Um, and uh, yeah, it's the best because you can just start being you. like uh, like a streamer. And, yeah, like yeah. I can literally have that button that says subscribe to my channel for five ninety nine, and I might not mm-hmm. have any followers, but you could, you know. So there's yeah. there, or something like and that. And this is why we need to decentralize. This is why we need things like Brave. We need uh, we need things like possibly playlist where mm-hmm. we can just screw YouTube <laughs> and screw Facebook and the centralized stuff and do it on our own and go directly yep. to the people that we love and. And tip the people that we love, and somehow you know, yeah, it will work. I yeah. feel like that should work. Um, Interesting. Somehow, but here's my thing: is sure. my 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 tip to all YouTubers and all and everybody out there who who are trying to make a living doing this, fucking bypass them. Like, get your own, get your own advertisement. Demonetize your video. Don't allow them to put a, a commercial on your on your video. And at least you can kind of squeeze them that way and you can do your own commercial within your own video. If I ever get really rich, I'm going to buy those ads that are on YouTube and like, this is going to be three seconds. Click that button right away. Like, I'm going to I'm going to get rid of the skip okay. and just go like, hey, and then let it go. Like two seconds of me. <laughs> hey, because right. oh, wow. I'm helping people. I just make a two second ad and like they don't have to deal with that. That'll work out. Skip. And when I'm a when I'm a billionaire, I'll fix everything. But that does All suck. All right, cool. I look forward to it. But that does suck because, and that's true. Your is your main outlet pretty much YouTube. You'd say for crypto. Yeah, I mean, I post other places. I you know I'm on Library, which is one of my all time favorite um, decentralized platforms. It's oh, like cool. YouTube, but it's an actual program on your computer. Um, they I've been developing and getting better. They're they're probably like I would say the one of the the major ones out there right now that are competitive as far as the way like user interface, the way it looks, the way it works, it's very easy. Um, I'm on that. I'm on DTube. I'm on Bitbacker. I put stuff on Patreon. Um, nice. I put stuff basically everywhere, but YouTube and my website, I post all my videos there too, but they all kind of are embedded back from YouTube. Okay. Which Got sucks. Because if YouTube goes down, I used to save like, hard copies of all my videos but it just took up too much space so yeah, i can't do it anymore got like yeah that's tough gigs and upon gigs upon gigs yeah yeah. yeah well you see like we we spoke before the show started myspace lost 12 years of music today um what? by the way really yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so this is a good example well what happened was you know there's not many people on myspace anymore but no. that means that they lost their like so they were doing like a server switch or something because mm-hmm. myspace is still technically around myspace is a thing (laughs) yes technically they (laughs) slipped up and something deleted like 12 years of 12 years of music poor someone got fired someone definitely got fired from myspace oh yeah how would you like to be the person that got fired from myspace today 
and be like, who do you work for? Oh, I just got fired from MySpace. It's Damn like, it. Wow. You're like, what, 10 years ago? They're like, no, today. We're still around, remember? <laughs> what did you do? So, Friend someone? <laughs> I don't but anyway, uh, sticking to like kind of the internet realm, I have, it's not like generally new news. It is recent news. But um, do you know much about, did you ever do a lot of torrenting and, and BitTorrent stuff? Uh, you know, uh, I don't know if you do any more. Uh, okay. Back so, in the day? Yes. So. Yes. I, yeah. I'm certain. Uh, most things. Okay, got it. And and that's and that goes for like probably more than 90% of people in the world. Yeah, um, I'd say so. So. Uh, so a less. <laughs> yeah. maybe a little less in America. I would. I don't know. I'm sure we're. Well, we're at least high. American millennials. If we're talking about American millennials, yeah, definitely. Then, yeah. It depends on the age group and the country that you're restricted in. So you heard that yeah. they announced that they are attaching an ICO to, or Tron took over, and mm -hmm. now they're saying that they're going to add a blockchain to the BitTorrent network. Yeah, the yes. BTT. Now here's my problem. Um, now I am an I was a former torrent torrenter. I was in my college dorm room in 2000 with Napster, like ripping things like faster than than God. Because back then I was my first experience with a T1 like, connection. This is back in the day. I'm wow. an old man. But basically, I think it's it's in bad taste to take something that technically uses mostly illegal downloading to now be attached to a currency. Um, and I don't know. There's not. A lot of information about it and first of all I'm not a big supporter of Tron either so what do you think about something that is that isn't illegal it is not but what you get off of it is so how do you feel about a currency being attached to something that could is potentially downloading mostly illegal things so my thought process with stuff like this is not everything needs to be tokenized like I just don't I don't see a point really and I if agree. anything, all that's going to do is fuel that that thought process that people have that everything related to crypto is nefarious, which we don't want. So I don't really know why. No, I mean, I don't. From what I could tell when doing the research on what Bit BitTorrent's token is, is so that way you can use it to buy stuff on BitTorrent, like actual legitimate, like they're going to sell things on there. But but it doesn't make. But you're sense getting it from an illegal activity. Yeah, exactly. It's like, uh, but isn't most of your content like stolen to begin with? Yeah. Um, so I have a major problem with that ethically right now. If BitTorrent said we are no longer letting you, this BitTorrent is no longer. We are just selling T-shirts. Then I'd say uh, okay. T-shirts on the blockchain, sure. But you're not selling anything. You're not T-shirts on the blockchain. You're not offering an avenue for illegal. You know, we've been down the Silk Road thing, right? Now, mm -hmm. we're kind of teetering with Tron buys this company. You know, I have a some... feeling it's going to pull a Napster. Now, Napster is like a legitimate. I don't even know if it's still around, by the way. But like Napster. Became, I don't think it is. Uh, it was hanging legitimate. around for a little bit. But yeah. Uh, but it became legitimate after a while. You could it, you could pull it a did Spotify. What MySpace did. MySpace was still bought by someone else. And, yeah. Yeah. And... But so. So. Napster was Spotify before Spotify became like you pretty could, much you could spend. I think it was 10 bucks a month and you would get as many as much music as you'd like. Right. If BitTorrent does the same thing, uh, somehow licenses out videos, programs, uh, all that stuff, and you're spending a certain amount per month, they will dominate. But it has to be legal. Yeah, that's what it has to. Be. I and I think, uh, I think, Candor uh, said it correct. Like, not everything needs blockchain, and this is one. I'm a huge enthusiast, and I'm saying this does not need a blockchain. So I'm glad you agree. Yeah, um, no. And that's a big question. It's like 2017 was full of like. Property coins and couch coin and and, and tokenize that, all the things. Right. Yes. So now we were 
just to kind of come back from earlier, remember we were talking about big companies looking into it? Now it's like everyone else's, these big companies are making coins, so now we're going to get oversaturated with that. Mm -hmm. So I'm a little worried, uh, like adoption and, and development's great, but the multiple like oversaturation of, of currencies, just, it's going to, I don't know if it's good or bad really. That's another question. What do you think of that oversaturation of ICOs and is it helping? I think that stuff's going to weed itself out. I think it's not, I don't think it's helping. I think it's, it makes it really difficult for a new person to come in and want to, let's say that they can invest in something and they're in a country that's, you know, allows these ICOs and they want to, it's, I mean, it's not as bad as it was last year, but it's still overwhelming. How is the average person who has very little crypto experience going to come in with all these hundreds of different types of freaking coins out there that do a thousand different jobs um, and differentiate between what's good and what's not, especially if they haven't had the time to research what, you know, what's already pre-existing and being done. Um, mm -hmm. that was actually one of the major reasons I made a channel was because when I realized that there was multiple projects doing the same, who had the same goal, trying to achieve the same thing was when I was like, oh, wow, this is a lot more confusing than I thought it was. Yeah. Um, my fear is your, is, is very similar to what, what your fear is that there's so many, uh, there's going to be so many different coins that people are going to be very confused. But I also have a fear that there's going to be a lot of wasted money. Like how many, like mm -hmm. as a kid. It rarely happened, but sometimes you would come home with a Chuck E. Cheese token in your pocket, and you couldn't do anything with that There was token. a guy actually trying to sell Chuck E. Cheese tokens as Bitcoin. He successfully did it. He did it. Seriously? Yeah, <laughs> it was like early 2017. A guy yeah. was selling Chuck E. Cheese tokens to people on Craigslist because they didn't know better. Oh, on the streets of New York. That's so bad. On the streets of New York, and he convinced them it was a Bitcoin. It's okay. He got caught. He got caught or something. Oh, good. He did. Well, he did. Uh, but you he, know what? Good for he, him. Hey, I mean, <laughs> what an idea he had, I guess. Way to capitalize. Yeah, I mean, Jeez. a fool and it's, what was it? A fool and their gold are soon to be parted. I have no gold, but. Um, That's yeah. really funny. So you, but you come home with wasted money. You come, like, I have euros in my pocket that I mm -hmm. cannot use. I just have it there as a reminder of why I like digital currency because mm -hmm. I can go anywhere with it. But I have euros in my pocket that I can't use. We're going to have a lot of wasted money out there yeah. that, you know, unless there's a way to return it back to get like our money back into whatever form we needed to get it back into, it's going to get very annoying and people are not going to adopt. Yeah, no, I agree with you. It's definitely a deterrent. It's not good for, for newcomers to the space. Yeah. I and guess um, j that kind of wraps up our news, but I did want to ask you a question. We, we do ask, we do ask a lot of companies about like the future, like how things are looking. How do you feel about the future of crypto just in general? I mean, I guess, I don't know, I, I'm positive is would be the overwhelming word that I feel I, uh, considering there's projects like Brave out there, right, that are doing things and the civic thing just goes to show that blockchain is getting used, it's getting implemented, and there's actually a, a use case for it to improve on something and make it easier. Um, this may not be a popular opinion, but I think we're still a very, very long time away from it being commonplace Great. and my grandmother using it. Um, not to say that that day won't come. But I think that we all need to be a wee bit more patient for the most part. Yeah, I mean, uh, I heard, I, I read a story yesterday, and it was from a not a block, it wasn't a cryptocurrency news one, but it, it was a technology uh, site news site, and they were talking about how right now, even with green energy, Bitcoin is emits a lot of carbon, a lot of green gas, mm -hmm. a lot of a lot of uh, gases mm -hmm. and stuff. So we're so even if we switch over to completely green energy it's not feasible so it's making me rethink a little bit about about bitcoin uh itself i still like it i still 
I still like the, the idea behind it, but we, we have a long way to go to figure out what's best for one our, econ- one, our environment, I guess, then two, our economy. I don't know which one to put first, to be honest, but yeah, it's good for both. Well, nowadays, it's hard to really pick which one to go first. Exactly. But I agree with you. I, I, I had this discussion quite a while ago with somebody because we got into like proof of stake versus proof of work. Um, and I kind of had the same feeling like I'm not, I think somebody asked me if I was a Bitcoin maximalist. I'm not, I, I see both sides of the sure. coin, you know, no pun intended. Yeah. Um, but I agree with you that, I mean, not that it's days are numbered. I think there's always going to be a place for it, but I don't think it's going to be this overarching success that everybody expects it to be. If we continue with the, you know, if everything stays exactly the way it is right now and just time passes, I think the whole being a little bit more eco-friendly is going to, is going to weigh a bit more in the future. Yeah, I, I hope it becomes like gold, where we have mm-hmm. it, we use it to store, and we only use it when we absolutely must cash out on it. Right. It shouldn't yeah. be the main thing moving all of our moving all of our funds, mm-hmm. uh, making payments and all that stuff, it's, especially if it's going to take you know, 10, 20 minutes for, for a transaction <laughs> to be verified. And that's if we're lucky mm-hmm. in some cases. Mm-hmm. So, if we're lucky. But, well, I mean, I always ask that question nowadays because sometimes the where we're at is so different from week to week something now i feel like i mean i don't know um so i think i always tell everyone we got a long way to go i mean i've already been here for like five years six years so if i could wait that long i we have to we have way longer to go okay so yeah um but i i we do want to thank you so much uh i'm so glad we worked this out and obviously (laughs) we're going to keep the communication open and either we'll 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 see you again as a guest on the show or we'll do something else together can you please just share with our audience where they could find you and all that awesome sure. stuff so basically any social media platform that you can imagine i'm there uh the handle is always crypto candor i'm never going to email you guys independently asking for anything or selling anything so if you ever get messages on you know twitter instagram whatever posing to me it's not me has, has somebody done that already uh yeah i've gotten teams that have messaged me and been like, okay, so are we on for this sponsored video next week? And I'm like, what are you talking about? And oh, I wow. didn't, I've never spoken to you. Yeah. Congratulations so, uh, though. That's just a sign of success. Uh, I would say. Do you want yeah, this so, car that we're giving to you to sponsor your show or we're not? Like, yeah. wow. So YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, it's all crypto candor, one Sweet. word, no numbers, no nothing, just easy peasy. Awesome. Well, thanks so much. And of course, you can find Daniel and I at thecoinboys.com. There's buttons. If you want to go off of the website, you can listen there, but there's SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play, and Spotify, and a whole bunch of other things. But those, are, nice. our, those are our main ones. Um, and please, rate, review on iTunes if you can. We appreciate it. Yep. And at CoinboysCast for no, all of our social media. That is completely wrong. It's no, the CoinBoys podcast. It's at CoinboysCast. Uh, nah, I know podcasts. Sorry. Let me let me do we, the we social media. Half and huh? half at one point, we had one Coinboys cast and one Coinboys no, podcast. No, it's it's true. I had the Instagram was Coinboys cast and the Twitter was Coinboys podcast. It made no sense that I had two separate handles. Yeah, that's confusing. So the main handle is Coinboys podcast at Instagram. Don't confuse people. <laughs> thanks so much. Uh, have a good night. I know you're on the East Coast, so thanks so much. And Thank we'll you. Talk to you soon. Have a good Sounds night. Sounds good, guys. Right. Have a good night. Good night. See you.